Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. the absolute geek podcast i'm matt i'm kyle and tonight with us we have a special guest we have sam the movie mechanic from he is a uh, article writer and contributor to the couch crunchers website how are you doing tonight sam hey i'm doing great guys thanks for having me on i really appreciate it thanks for Glad coming you, on yeah I appreciate for it. sure i get stoked when i can get visitors on the show so um I'll let you do it in your own words. Why don't you go ahead and kind of explain to our audience exactly what a movie mechanic is. We've all seen movies that were like, they started off with so much promise. And, and at some point you're just like, Ugh, why did they make those choices? I, I probably had about 15 or so of those moments watching Suicide Squad. And I was like, you know, someone needs to just go back and fix those little uh, moments and make this movie better. And so I was like, well, I might as well be the guy that does that. So I started going back and trying to fix the disappointing parts of movies. And they kind of become these new, better movies in my head so that I can live with the fact that the crappy one exists. And I've now done, I've done Suicide Squad, which is a really good one. I'm really proud of that. Uh, the most recent one, I was doing a, a kind of ending swap of different psychological thrillers like uh, uh, Shutter Island and 10 Cloverfield Lane. And um, this, this kind of obscure, I think it went straight to DVD, Paul Walker deal called The Lazarus Project from like 2009. And uh, it's just like swapping their endings to see if I could come up with something better. Um, but I, I love movies and I just want to see the ones that have kind of a kernel of something good and turn it into something that is watchable. And I would love for, you know, in my mind, these movies actually exist. So uh, that's that's the idea behind Movie Mechanic. You got a crappy movie. Let's turn it into something good. So with Suicide Squad, what did you what was your movie mechanic of uh, Suicide Squad? Okay, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing about Suicide Squad that bugs me so bad is they bring Katana in and they make this big deal about her sword that steals people's souls, right? And the villain, Enchantress, is this soul that steals people's bodies. And it's like, Wow, if only we had something that could trap a soul in it, it would be perfect. And and they never use it. It like never comes up again that you've got this perfect like ghostbuster trap and you just stab the girl with it and and suddenly enchantress is sucked into the sword and she can't get out. It seems like such a no-brainer and it it never materialized in the movie. I while I was watching it I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, so that sword 
is going to be what they use to finish the job. And it never happened. Yeah, they never went. You're right. They never, ever went back to it. They mentioned it. They kind of they did it so that you had a little backstory on her and then it was out. Never happened. Yeah. So that was one of the things. And then the other thing I I really focused on was if you were going to be part of the cast, you had to be useful on two levels. You had to be useful to the team within the movie, which is bad for for characters like Boomerang who or uh, Slipknot, who don't really bring any special skills. I mean, throwing a Boomerang is fun and all, but he doesn't really do anything for for the team. The other thing that they had to do was they had to have something important to the story. Uh, so it, it forced the, the team to be important on both those levels. And it kind of focused the story on Deadshot and Harley Quinn because they were both useful to the team and important to the story. Uh, the, the other thing I, I really focused on was if they were going to be a suicide squad, everyone had to die at the end. <laughs> seems like a no brainer that it had to be an actual suicide mission. It seems like all they got was a few bumps and bruises, but everybody was okay in the end. Well, the reason Slipknot was in that movie was just so someone could get their head blown off. That, that was pretty Yeah, right. This, he's, he's like the red shirt guy from Star Trek, the original series. You remember those guys that go yeah. into the planets and get immediately disintegrated that was slipknot like what was that one movie with tim allen god i can't think of it right now um galaxy quest galaxy quest remember he was like hey i'm the you remember when he when what's his name came up and he realized that he was red shirt guy yeah I yeah, can't go this. I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna die i, I can't do this <laughs> that's one of my favorite movies yeah i love that movie but so what would you do different? You would make sure that they use the sword and what else would you have done different? Cause I know what I would have done different with the movie, but what, yeah, what would you do? First off, I would have made it one movie instead of smashing two fucking movies together. Oh yeah. A light and a dark. I kind of would have went with one or the other and kind of, you know what I mean? Made more of a flow to it. And second off, since I um, am a uh, Jared Leto lover, I would have had a lot more Joker in it and I would have changed him just enough so that everybody else can see what I see with Jared Leto. Well, the pants off. <laughs> yeah. Pants off and jacket. <laughs> and I'm a little Jose, late. And Jose's here. Yeah. Sorry. I'm a little late. I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the show. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the thing about Jared Leto is if he's not the main villain, you kind of want to save him for later, don't you think? Uh, Because there's really a lot that Joker does. And I felt like he had as much impact on the story as Batman did, despite having 10 times as much screen time. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I could see that. I I wish they would have had him in more. I think they would have had him in there more. I think it actually, I think even if he wasn't the Joker, but if the Joker was in it more, whoever would have played it. I think it would have made the story better. Cause it just seems like when people have the Joker, they have like, it harnesses this writing creativity. Like he's, he's an easy character to have these awesome storylines with. And I think if they would have, if they would have used him to more of a potential, I think they would have made the entire movie better. Yeah. I think if, if Joker is even going to be in the movie, he has to be the main villain. He has to. 
that's how much of a that's how much of a commanding personality he is and he was uh he was relegated to like background story in this movie and so it made him it took away all the impact that he had it would have been cool if he actually would have saved the day jared leto anybody but jared leto (laughs) if it was i agree ledger or um you know joaquin phoenix i totally agree but i think keith Keith ledger would have stuck he would have stuck to join jared leto Jared Leto with a terrible Joker. Bring back uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> he would have done a better job. Even even if they would have not used the, if they still would have used Jared Leto, but maybe lightened up with the Jared Leto that with a Joker that they had created for him, I think it still would have been better. And I think and I I, I think it would have been cool if he would have saved the day. If he would have came in at the last second and like he actually helped them. Uh, Save the day. Actually, that would be a cool ending to the movie. Yeah, but that's not who, what he's known for, saving the day. Well, he's kind of known for this this element of chaos that he brings, right? And so, I mean, that, that does seem very jokerly to just decide to be the hero for once. The, the chaos of saving the day. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the aftermath of what it created, and now they really don't know what to think of the Joker Next time they see him, you know, they would have made another movie with him in it. They would have been like, is he going to be good? Is he going to be bad? Who the fuck is this guy? What are we going to do with him? <laughs> oh, oh, fuck it. It's not Jared Leto, so it doesn't even matter anymore. Fuck that guy. Yeah, right. Tim Bolton in the chat. <laughs> Tim Bolton in the chat says, uh, if only the Joker didn't look like a guy who worked at Hot Topic. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> no, he's Spencer's 100%. That's, don't, don't bring down Hot Topic. That's Spencer's 100%. He was hired at Hot Topic and got rejected and works at Spencer's then. <laughs> <laughs> the Joker with stretched earlobes. Oh, God. He got fired from Hot Topic on the second day. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants to, he wasn't angsty enough. I remember when everybody wanted to work at Hot Topic. I did when I was in high school. I did, too. But that's back, back when they had good music and it wasn't so... Stupid looking. No, it was the same. It was just stuff that we liked then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Now you walk in there and you're like, what the fuck is going on in here? What's plain and what's all this shit? And then they call you Hey, sir. take it easy. Oh, God. Take it easy. My kids love Hot Topic. Yeah, so do mine. I've had to spend many of Hot Topic ex- spending excursions. With their kids. Yeah, my kids love. Uh, they love that My Hero Academia anime, uh, and Hot Topic has shelves and shelves of My Hero Academia clothes. No, you don't need that sixty-five dollar Harry Potter wallet. Break <laughs> <laughs> apart in six months. Uh, I remember they remember when Hot Topic used to sell comics. No. They used to sell Johnny no. the Homicidal Maniac there. And they used no. to sell uh, ICP comics there, and they used to sell, they used to sell different like it was more indie comics, but they used to sell comics there because that's where I used to get I I picked up a bunch of Johnny the Homicidal Maniac comics. That must have been your local branch. <laughs> I don't Maybe I don't remember Hot Topic Hot Topic ever selling comics? Yeah, near the I only ever really went to Hot Topic for like wrestling shirts because that's where you could get them before they started carrying them at Walmart and. All over the place. Like they used to sell the, I used to get all the insane clown posse comics from there. 
that was that's how fucking cool i was motherfucker <laughs> yeah <laughs> you rolled up with your makeup on and buy the hot, hottest uh new icp comic yep with my juggalo fucking face paint and my uh and your hatchet in my hatchet <laughs> he would sit there and try and talk to the the cashier about it and they're just trying to call security to get this juggalo out of here they're trying yeah they're trying to they're, hey that's that's before we were labeled a gang <laughs> oh, man i've watched some juggalo videos like there's a documentary on them oh my god <laughs> it's fucking crazy I, I like i cringe and i feel so bad i'm like i hope kyle's not a part of this like whatever <laughs> Like this part of it, it's, it's cringy. Well, nothing's nothing's as bad as that Juggalo stunt kid who's like Juggalos for life, and then he he jumps off the second rung of a ladder into a pile of leaves. Oh my god, where's that? I gotta see that. Oh man, Talk Point oh did a whole story on this kid. He's like jumping off of off the second rung of a, of an A-frame ladder onto a pile of leaves or onto a mattress or something. He's two like feet that's off the, the level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the level of insane of insanity he can handle is I, I only two feet. I'm, I'm not diving in all the way yet. Just a little bit. It, it, baby steps. <laughs> well, I mean, it's crazy to see a band like ICP and see how much they've been involved in though. Like music and comic books and they were huge in backyard wrestling in the early two thousands yep. and, it's they they kind of transcend a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. the lead singer? If you take the makeup off the lead singer, isn't it Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. <laughs> yes. The frosted tips. Uh, that's how he makes yeah, extra money. Frosted tips. He goes and uh, he goes and tries cheeseburgers at, at places across the country. Have you seen the video of uh, Shaggy Two Tone trying to or Shaggy Two Better? Shaggy Two Tone. I don't know what his fucking name is. <laughs> <laughs> what what's his name, Kyle? Too dope. Oh, sorry, Chaggy. Too dope. You to... you know his name. You're from their state, <laughs> motherfucker. Don't trying to yeah. No. Trying to drop kick. Uh, trying to drop kick Fred Durst off the stage. <laughs> no, there's a. He, so miss him Fred he did miss him. He did miss him. There's a. They're <laughs> touring together right now, and Fred and uh, Fred Durst was on stage singing, and he comes running out and tries to drop kick him, and completely missed. ICP and, is on tour with oh, Limp Biscuit, and Fred Durst turned around and said, "See how much that's that's how bad they suck. He can't even drop kick anybody right." <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like 40, 50 years old now. Yeah, and you had Fred Durst hey, on you. Oh my God, ICP and Limp Biscuit, the ultimate '90s concert. Oh God, I gotta buy tickets. <laughs> 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 They're playing the state fair. They're playing the state fair. Then I, I'd go to the state fair and see them pay my eight bucks or thirteen or whatever it is to get in the fair this year. Have they reopened the state fair yet? Since it's been underwater. Yeah. Uh, they pumped all the water out like that night. Did they? Yeah. Because I know, like, yeah, you gotta have. I mean, is closed because it's all underwater. <laughs> Yeah, they pumped into the. They pumped it all out. Buddy, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Nothing says ICP like a, a state fair and fried Twinkies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be a crazy night at the fair. And smelly, hairy women drinking Fago soda out of a red oh, soda cup. Fago. 
I'm, uh, that's actually good soda. You know that, Matt. I I like some Fago. I'm from Michigan. I I dabble with the Fago. I'm not gonna lie. Like I used to tell you, my grand I would make my grandparents because they lived in Indiana. So you could, you know that that stuff was all over the East Coast. You know what I mean in the Midwest. I, they would they always uh, they drove a van because they would load up everything and they were snowbirds. And I used to make them load up like as much as they could fit extra in their van of Fago, and they would they would actually fucking they would actually go to the 99 cent stores and fucking load that their van up with fago and bring it all the way back to phoenix for me so that i can have fucking fago in my refrigerator talk about all right so what's your that's grandparents yeah what's your favorite what's your favorite flavor of fago rock and rye dude the the root beer the root beer is fucking awesome Nah, it's for me it's cola rock and rye or red pop their uh their mountain dew version was fucking awesome too I love their cream soda. Cream soda is good. That was the good stuff. That was good stuff. It's it's good soda. That's why I was stoked when when the Quick Trips here were selling them in there. Like you could buy them out of the the coolers and Quick Quick Trip for like two years. I was fucking stoked, and then they fucking stopped like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> yeah, now they're only selling tickets to a nine hundred seventy million jackpot for the Mega Millions. That rolled over to a billion today. A billion. It's a billion right now. It's one one billion dollars. I'm about to go they actually, tickets. Some of the signs they actually had to go like put a B over the M for like the ones that weren't digital. Oh yeah. But yeah, I mean I mean it's only what, one in three hundred and two million? No, it's way it's way worse than that. You're off by about a hundred thousand. <laughs> And I think if you wanted to win, if, if the odds of winning the Powerball and the uh, Mega Millions, it's eighty-eight with twenty-five zeros behind it. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted to have a one in a, if you wanted to have a one in a million chance, you'd have to buy three hundred and twenty-two million tickets. Let's start putting ours together. This is going to <laughs> yeah, go. let's let's get a pool. <laughs> yes. I can. I can. I can contribute twenty bucks. 40 bucks to our Powerball pool. Gab, you must be rich. I was going to say five. <laughs> it's two bucks. It got to be an even number, pal. Two and a half tickets. That's all I got. <laughs> so what are some of the other movies you've done uh, a movie mechanics on? Uh, let's see. Um, I did a, a kind of Justice League movie mechanic when uh, they first announced that Henry Cavill might be leaving Justice or the the DC universe. Um, it seems like they're still in the rumor zone with that too. But I, I basically did a, a what if scenario if they if they did get back to Man of Steel. Now I personally like the first two acts of Man of Steel. I don't like the last act where it's just toppling towers like a terrorist. Um, you know, Superman is just this really hunky Jesus. And I thought, you know, stick with the biblical theme and you'll be fine. And that, that was kind of my treatment of Man of Steel. I don't think I've uh, ever heard Superman referred to as a hunky Jesus. No, me neither. Oh, yeah. If you watch that movie, you, you know, it's like going to church because there's this scene where he's sitting in the church talking to the priest. And he's got the stained glass window behind him of Jesus 
like praying. And if you don't get it then that he's supposed to be Jesus, then I'm, I mean, you've never been to church, I guess. But and at the end, right before he goes and kicks Zod's ass, he's like, he, he makes a T pose like he's on the cross or something and he flies down to earth. Um, yeah, he's basically Jesus in that movie. But they do make a point that he's a very hunky, hunky Jesus. He is kind of hunky, though, so I do get that. I'm, I've never, I've never put that that comparison together. The hunky Jesus. Oh yeah, it, as many times I watched that movie, I've never made that comparison. <laughs> Here, let me blow let me blow your mind a little further. Then, Batman v Superman came out Easter weekend, <laughs> and it features. It features uh, Superman resurrecting while he's in, you know, he's in the tomb, right? Came out Easter weekend. So are you calling him zombie Superman? Uh, no, not zombie Superman. He's resurrected Superman. Um, what I thought they should have done is, is instead of... Are you talking about no, Batman Superman or Justice League? Because I don't remember him resurrecting in Batman Superman. That's no, just, you remember remember he's buried and then the dirt kind of like levitates off his coffin a little bit. That's Justice League. No, that's Batman v Superman. In Justice League he comes back. Yeah, at the end. Oh, the, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Cuz you remember they they're uh you know he's in his coffin and they're doing the whole thing and they're like they're going down the road and yeah, okay, at the very very end. All right. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Yeah, I thought it would have been better if if they had brought Superman and just allowed him to resurrect on his own, maybe with the sunlight or something, rather than um, have him be brought back to life Frankenstein style. Uh, I think they needed to stay biblical. And and I think that's a good place for them to go in the future is, you know, after, after Jesus hangs out with the mortals for a while, he goes off into space and... And I think that's the same thing that that uh, hunky Jesus ought to do is go fly off into space and, and hang out with the other Kryptonians. There's that, uh, what's that small city, the tiny city, Kandor. Um, he could go out, find Kandor and bring back a whole army of angels to or Kryptonians to fight uh, Apocalypse and Darkseid when they show up. He comes back as Superman the White. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, never, never made that comparison. That's interesting. Now the next time I watch it, I'm going to be like, it's fucking, it's hunky Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, another one that I did, I mean, the one that's kind of been brewing for a long time. I don't know if anybody even remembers this movie, but there was a movie that came out in 2011 called In Time. Yeah, oh, I Had love just, that movie. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried, oh, they yeah, had the, their arms. Yeah, the yeah, more you guys time. Remember? Had time. Yep. Yeah. So okay. the ending the ending was okay. Now I think the problem is that they nothing really changes at the end, right? They just kind of Bonnie and Clyde, Robin Hood characters, stealing from the rich, giving to the poor. But it's a sci-fi movie about a post-apocalyptic future. So why would anybody want to live in that future? And I thought they needed to make a way out of of the uh, the day-to-day grind. And they they had left this kind of hanging thread 
uh, Justin Timberlake's father being this great arm wrestler, and then he just kind of disappears. And they don't ever talk about what happened to him. You, know, you assume that he died arm wrestling, but they don't really say. And I was like, well, why don't they bring him back, but he's, his arm is missing. The arm with the clock is missing, and he's an old man. And so he's kind of escaped the whole, the whole grind to begin with. He's free to live the life he wants. He doesn't have to live day to day working for his, his daily, um, uh, you know, 24 hours so that he can buy his coffee and keep grinding. Uh, instead, he, for a small price of, of his arm, he's able to live to old age free of the constraints of that that whole post-apocalyptic society. And, and somehow Justin Timberlake and Amanda Seyfried get the opportunity to take that, to make that choice as well. And, and they, they cut off their arms and then they're free to, to live an, a normal human life, but just with one hand. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you really dive into this stuff. Don't yeah. You? That's, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. So what are your thoughts? I mean, don't, the movie. Go uh, ahead. Down. Which one? Falling down. Falling down. Yeah. With Michael Douglas. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, forget about falling down. Let's talk about Groundhog Day. Oh geez. All right, do it. Do it. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So you see, you see the movie, and you think it's about this guy who is reliving the same day over and over again. But it's not. It's not about one guy. That's the that movie is about anybody who has ever held a job. Right? Every day you go back and you I relive the same damn day, yep. day after day, day after day. It's the same thing. And and the stages that he goes through in that movie are the same stages that people go through with respect to their jobs. He starts out, you know, he's, he's just trying to figure out what's going on. That's like the orientation period, right? And then later on, <laughs> and then later on, he's like, he's trying to figure out the little loopholes, you know, can I take my smoke break? Can I take an extra five minutes for lunch? And then, and then it evolves into absolute desperation to get out. And so he starts trying to kill himself to get just to get out of it, see what he can do to get out of it. And he finds out that no, no one cares. You still got to come back and work every day. And then eventually he gets to the part where he gains some expertise and he gets really good at his job. And finally, when he gets it right, he retires the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, what state think, are you at? I don't think I can ever watch Groundhog Day the same again. Right? Did you ask me what state I'm at? What, what stage are you on right now? Me? No, Kyle. Yeah, I'm Kyle. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm in pure desperation. Yeah. Oh my. I am too. I guess. I guess that's what you call. Yeah, I'm pure desperation and death and and depression of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no this is my fucking life you're yeah. stuck in groundhog day hey we all are yeah what Every am i gonna do I to say that when i wake up the moment my alarm goes off i'm like oh this is my fucking life god damn it i woke up, <laughs> I woke up again sunny and Cher playing on the radio 
<laughs> you will go to get it started all over again. You... Finds a goddamn <laughs> Channel Twelve traffic. Ah. Oh. You go to sleep praying for the sweet release of death, and then you wake up again. You're like, not again. You motherfuckers, you let me wake up. Damn you, death. <laughs> I just want another stroke. What? So it's going to be off for another six months. Walk outside. I hope my car was stolen so I don't have to go to work today. Yeah, All right, so that's kind of a depressing. That's kind of a depressing one, but but there's a better one. How about how about the Santa Claus? Oh, no. The, the oh, Santa no. Claus is the story of one kid's dad who is who tries everything within his power to preserve the magic of Christmas. That's every kid's dad. Yeah. Yeah. But not every kid. Uh, well, yeah, because every kid's dad is technically Santa Claus. Sorry if yeah. you're listening to the show and you're still <laughs> believing in Santa Claus. Sorry but. for your... Matt, you're fucking listening. dick. You just fucking ruined it. Some little kid. Now he's fucking crying. That's now we just lost. We just lost one of our four listeners. You're hey, a look, dick. Look, it's a hard world, right? There's there's lost hard twenty five percent of our listeners. Twenty five percent gone right there. <laughs> just like that. There's some hard truths in this life that need to be learned. All right, and that's you one know, of them. You know what I always told my kids when they would start kind of being like. How does Santa make you know an Xbox? And I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. If someone's gonna bring you shit for free, believe in it forever. Yep, it's nice. <laughs> Just don't question it. Just be happy that fucking some imaginary motherfucker sneaks into our house because you know normally we'd shoot him. But <laughs> one day a year we let some motherfucker in our house so that they can give us shit. Just believe in it. Yep. Just believe in it for as long as you can. Breaking and entering is perfectly acceptable. <laughs> yep. Almost welcome. And nobody, nobody thinks twice about it. Because you know if that shit happened on the 23rd, you'd shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the 23rd oh, yeah, or the 26th, man. That guy, Santa would be over, man. He's fucking, he'd be outside. He'd be talking to the cops. They, the, the fucking medical examiners would be fucking whistling fucking fat ass Satan Nick away. I mean. <laughs> one night man we're like fuck it just let some random ass weirdo on our house comes back i forgot my wallet and you just unload on him <laughs> yep uh, you're, you're right you're right tim the tooth fairy is fake also that's, hey man listen I, <laughs> you're going too far now let me tell you something let me tell you something life goes in phases first you believe in santa then you don't believe in santa then you are Santa, and then you look like Santa. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the looking like Santa stage. Uh, Lance, <laughs> K, Lance K in the chat says, "I tried to tell my son Santa likes beer and hot wings, not milk and cookies." Milk and cookies. Fuck that. Sa- so, son, Santa likes hookers and blow. We were we were talking to you a little bit today and before the show and uh, before I mean other than you know your your movie mechanic you've you've written some pretty big articles that uh, some celebrities have caught wind of. Oh yeah, so the whole thing that got me started on movie reviews um, was I went to a movie with my wife back in 2012. Um, we it went and saw movie this movie. Maybe it? no, it wasn't that. It was. Uh, it was a musical, and it starred um, Hugh Jackman, Anne Hathaway, 
It's called uh, Les Mis or Les, Mis- Les Miserables. Yeah, Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables. Yeah, yeah we're right. watching much the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's how yeah. I went. And I was sitting next to this. <laughs> I'm sitting next to this girl. And she starts like singing along, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, can you not?" I'm watching this, this movie. movie anymore. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and and it bugged me so much that she was singing along with the movie. And was she like yelling yeah, out, or was she like kind of like sort of like under her breath singing? It was both, right? She's like, oh, she's like geez. in her heart and soul. She thinks she's this Broadway superstar, but she wants to keep it under wraps so she doesn't get kicked out. <laughs> so she's, she's basically just singing to me, and I can't take it. I'm just like, shut the hell up! I cannot do this. I wish but somebody finally, here would just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Would that have been I was like, I didn't come to pay you to sing. I didn't come. I didn't pay to see you sing. I want to see Catwoman, right? Catwoman and Wolverine sing. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping for. <laughs> so wow. it, it bugged me so bad. I got on Facebook and I write this little thing about it, and and like towards the end, I'm like, well, you know, I might as well review the movie while I'm at it. And so it's like. Wolverine is on the run from Catwoman because <laughs> Catwoman had or Wolverine's on the run from Gladiator because Catwoman had a baby at Borat's house and she wants Wolverine to take care of it. Uh, a bunch of people get shot and in the end everybody dies. Four stars. <laughs> and and like the, three the internet loved- Sorry. <laughs> hey <laughs> yeah, so the internet just freaking loved it. They, they, my friends started reposting it, and then somebody put it on Reddit, and then George Takei put it on his Facebook, and it got shared like probably ten million times over the course of three weeks. Wow! And wow. and finally, the fervor kind of died down. I, I, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it too much. And my brother-in-law calls me up about a month after I had originally posted it. And he's like, hey, you need to tune into the SAG Awards right now. And I turn it on and it's Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway. And they're reading the joke from my, from my review. Wolverine is on the run from Gladiator. And I was like, oh my gosh. No I just won the internet. Awesome. No. No way. Did you pee a little? Oh, look all that. Did you get What's that? Phoner? I said, did you pee a little? Yeah, I I peed a lot. <laughs> I uh, you know I I had won the internet, and you can still look all that stuff up. Uh, my interviews or my reviews still on there. Sam Richardson, Lame Is Review, and and you can still look up the video on the SAG Awards. The only the only downside is I was just hanging out the other day, and this guy I was on Twitter, and this guy had stolen my review and put it in his book and then was using his uh, using my review to sell his book no way you called yeah, him out right i did i was like i wrote this in 2012 why are you putting it in your book you need to stop or pay me royalties and and sure enough he he's peddling this book the guy's in the uk um 
and he's he stole my review. So if you if you buy his book, you're you're helping a thief. What's a book called? So everybody knows not to buy it. I don't remember the book, but the guy who writes that's a it, shitty title. Um, <laughs> he goes. <laughs> The the author goes by the name West End Producer. Uh, and I don't West? I don't remember the book, but it, but he stole my review. So did he put it like in like a forward, or did he did was there like was it like the opening to a chapter, or how, what do you mean he put it what, like what was the book about that he that he could put it in there? The book is about movies. It's like Broadway goes to the movies or something where it's like musicals, mu- musical movies or something like that. And, and he There's said, no he didn't give me any credit. He just, t- he's like, and Fuck here's another guy. way of looking at the 2012 Les Mis, rev- Les Mis movie. And it's, it's the very thing that I wrote. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So like it's word for word. He didn't even like, even like put in an extra the, or an, uh, or a comma in the wrong spot or nothing. Um, no, it's not. It's not verbatim, but it's definitely my idea. I mean, similar. He, he I just. Can, I can find by him or everything you always wanted to know about going to the theater, but were too slow to ask, or everything you always wanted to know about acting, but were too afraid to ask. No, it's neither of those. There's another one. Some about Broadway going to the movies, but that's the guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Wow. He looks like a Pixar villain. <laughs> he looks like a Pixar villain. <laughs> he does. He looks like a Pixar villain. So all we have to do is get Buzz Lightyear in and he could fucking take care of it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Unless this is like a makeup that he's wearing or something, but he looks straight. I, I don't think so. Like I... a Pixar villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's very funny. specific. That's that's, dude, that's the most accurate description. That's a fucking cool. That's story. the most accurate description I've ever heard. All up until somebody stole your shit. That's probably a, that's one of the fucking coolest stories. Like you know, just just yeah, to, it was just to write something just to write something, and then all of a sudden it explodes to the point of yeah, like that's crazy. Yeah, it was fun. Everybody loved it. And uh, I, I had a great time. I just posted a picture of him in our, our chat from this morning, and I want to know what if that's the, the right guy. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah he, he looks, looks like, like freaking. Villain. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I feel bad picking on him because you know it's like picking on on the handicap. But wait, is that, that's his yeah. real face. That's him. That a man. Mask? What the fuck? No way. He looks play face, dude. I'm telling you. He's got a fucked fuck? up dent in his forehead. Oh, he has right. horns going out of his head. That's not fully formed. That fucking poor guy. Oh, no wonder why gosh. he's stealing shit. What the <laughs> hell? That looks so fake. It does. Like That's what I said. Yeah, it, there's it, no way. Mad fake. Almost like he's wearing like a mask. Like, yeah. Like one of those real masks. Oh yeah, yeah, that could be it. Like, uh, I, like the one where um, where Brian Cranston wore the Walter White mask to Comic Con, yeah, right? Because he, I mean, he's an, an anonymous person. Like nobody knows his his real name. Like that's his whole thing is that he's anonymous. Yeah. So 
I wonder if maybe it is some kind of like stage makeup or mask or something. I bet you it is. It looks like it. It doesn't want Sam to. Yeah, what him. if it's really. Yeah, what if it's really Daniel Craig? <laughs> <laughs> He's really playing that part. It's really Wolverine. that's a fuck that's crazy though so nothing real life pixar villain that is (laughs) so none of your other so have you ever tried to like you know it's like write something that hope that it gets that attention like you know like now you've had your number one hit and does it always sometimes it feels like when you write these other things are you trying to like reproduce that hit like you're trying to <laughs> you're trying to get another gold record on the fucking wall or something oh yeah i mean i, I totally i'm always trying to recapture that magic but <laughs> it's the kind of thing where it's it's a combination of real life accident with just the right opportunity and the right the right uh, turn of phrase um, that just it resonates with people in a way that it's hard to manufacture. It's just it's got to be natural. It's got to be accidental almost. Because I imagine like the next couple articles that you had written were like you write them and you're trying to like write them in that same style, but you're like, no, now I don't want to catch any flack for. I'm copying myself and I'm trying to, you know, so now you're trying to, I, we've tried to find yourself like using a different play on words to like make it work oh. or. Oh yeah, absolutely. You can see how well hunky Jesus took off. <laughs> <laughs> Were you trying to hey, be Len? I thought it was a big hit. I liked hunky Jesus. <laughs> well, then uh, we'll get it started. We'll, we'll try and fire that one up, but it, I think the ship has sailed on the hunky Jesus. I mean, hashtag hunky Jesus. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the hunky Jesus campaign. See if we can get Henry Cavill another movie. That's who he fucking looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's out. Mr. Incredible's boss from the Incredibles. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's it. The guy he throws to the freaking wall. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. His name. The boss. <laughs> Name's Gilbert Humph. Oh my god, he does. He looks like the <laughs> boss from The Incredibles. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's perfect. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's many, a great story. That is a fucking awesome story. Like you had everything you've had, you had excitement and you've had anger and, and you know what I mean? And you now you're living up, you're trying to, you're trying to live up to this gold record now and this, your one hit wonder. And oh man, that story's got everything in it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a has been that never was is really what it is. <laughs> I mean, to get George Takei, cause it rhymes with toupee to retweet, to, to, to reach share it. That's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good. You can you can still look all that stuff up. It's just uh, my favorite was this guy in in Australia did a poster to match my review, and so in the, they've just taken the the Les Mis configuration and they put in Wolverine and the Gladiator, and they did uh, the girl from Mean Girl or uh, Mean Girls where she's like in the rain touching her boobs. <laughs> Uh, did he at least send you a free poster? I mean, 
Oh, it's free. You can just look it up on the uh, on the. It's funny. I say, you should have that framed it on your wall. Yeah, but technically, <laughs> you were part of the SAG Awards. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Like every time I felt bad about myself or I had a rough day at work, what I would do is I would go home and I would turn on uh, Wolverine saying that. And it would, it that, would, that would totally change my whole day around. That's right. For, for one month, the whole world was, it was on the same page as me. <laughs> I, I would do it every time I felt sad. It's like Pokemon Go, but with writing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a fantastic movie poster. <laughs> that looks like it? our Star Wars poster. Oh, they almost. found it. Yeah, it looks almost like our Star Wars poster. Oh, did you find it? Yeah. <laughs> that's how awesome it is. You could fucking, we can Google you that fast. That's something that's, that's attached to you. That's fucking cool. Ah, I think it's pretty cool. No, it's, it's not pretty cool. It's real fucking cool. Yeah, I, it's it's definitely something to hang your hat on. Yeah, I still talk about it in all my job interviews. Good. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I would make sure to always work that. Always yeah, work that. That, would, that would be like the top thing on your resume. Right. Tell me something about yourself. Well, well there's one time. I don't mean to name drop or anything, but Hugh Jackman. No, no, I would always just say I would always just say Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine. Catwoman <laughs> at Wolverine. And then this one. guy that looks like the boss from Incredibles copied me. <laughs> one time Wolverine referenced something I wrote. Oh now, man. Another thing you're telling me about is um American Ninja Warrior. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Now you guys you actually run the Ninja Warrior course? Oh yeah. So let me, let me start over. Let me start at the very beginning. So in two, I got married in like 2005 and in 2005, this, there was this obscure cable channel called G4 and they started running. Yeah. And they started running uh, a series called Ninja Warrior and it was this Japanese show and they dubbed it and I thought it was going to be kind of goofy like MXC. And I, I mean, I loved MXC from Spike. You guys remember that show? Oh, yeah. Yep. MXC yeah. I love it. But these people were in it for real. I mean, it was a legitimate competition. And they had, they had Olympic gymnastics guys in there running, and they were, they were losing. And it's like, how hard is this obstacle course that Olympic gymnasts are failing at it? And... I was like, man, it, I would, I would love to get a chance of running this. And fast forward a few years, and I've gained a few pounds, and you know, you finally, no, it was all fat. Like, <laughs> like my wife got pregnant. My sure. wife got pregnant, and Blame. and all we ate was Blame like pizza rolls. Kid. Yeah, yeah. With the first kid, it was like, well, all we ate was pizza rolls and frosties for like nine months. <laughs> And, and I gained like 40 pounds. And so my first kid was Jack in a box tacos. <laughs> <laughs> they call that uh, cat food on a tortilla. Oh, they're, <laughs> fucking, they're fucking awesome. Dude. They're, they're, they're so, they're so weird, but they're all, they're constantly craveable. Who knows what's in that stuff, but it, you got to have it. So it's not meat. It's well, so like cow meat. <laughs> 
dog it's food. soy and meat flavoring. Oh. <laughs> or it's like Taco Bell and it's just shredded up cardboard. Okay, so so you decide you saw American or you saw Ninja Warrior. I remember when it was dubbed, and you said which which course did you run? Did you run yeah. the, the one in Japan or did you run the American Ninja Warrior course? All right. So fast forward a few years and they announced they're gonna start doing American Ninja Warrior. Okay. Where Americans will get a chance at the Japanese course. And I was like, dude, I gotta do it. So I start working out, I start losing weight. I worked out probably six hours a day. Oh, and wow. it was like it was like two hours in the morning and then an hour at at lunchtime, and then I'd I'd work out two uh two three hours after work so you're in your office and it's lunchtime you do 150 fucking (laughs) push-ups or what (laughs) well i there was this little park down the street and i would go to the park and i would do like obstacle training um and it was like you're fucking throwing little kids off the slide (laughs) (laughs) i'm like move it get the fuck off the slide kid He's, he's the, he he wraps around other kids on the Mars until they fall and start going. He fucking yeah, I mean, I, bars, he grabs them with his feet and he throws them off and he keeps going. I was right. in, uh, I was living in South Bend, Indiana at the time. So, so it was like, it was really nice in the summer, but in the winter time, it was all covered in snow and, and my audition tape, I had to film in like January. So I posted that on YouTube. You can still look it up today. Sam Richardson, uh, American Ninja Warrior or A&W or something like that. And you just see me running on this, this obstacle course I created out of a park. Um, the, the video quality is garbage. My wife was filming and like the camera angle flips from landscape to portrait halfway through. And it's just, it's, it's really dizzying but it's it got me on the show and and i go wait, wait. so sorry, sorry. I, have to, I have to interrupt <laughs> were you like the guy from uh from napoleon dynamite that trains <laughs> what's it like that Wondo. rex Wondo. Hey, yeah rex Wondo. no my other you arm pants like that Nobody wants you think anybody wants a roundhouse kick to the face when I got these bad boys on? I don't think so. Oh man. Yeah, that's exactly how it went. That's exactly what it was like. Um, So I get on the show and what they're doing is they have this qualifying round in in Los Angeles. And so I fly out to Los Angeles and I, they give me a number and I'm number 40 and number 39 is this guy. And he's got a t-shirt, a black t-shirt with like a horse, like a horse on the front. And he turns around and he's like, Hey man, I'm like, Hey, and he goes, Hey, I I need you to do me a favor. And I was like, "Mm, I don't know you. So it's really going to depend on the favor. He's like, well, See, I need you to kick me in the balls. <laughs> no way. No Yeah, way. I was like I was like, bro, I gotta tell you, that doesn't sound like much of a favor. And he's like, Well, I'm the king of nutshots. It's my gimmick. <laughs> I was like, okay, so that's your job? You get kicked in the balls for a living? He's like, Yeah, I post videos on YouTube. It's really popular. People love it. I was like, wow. You go from jackass? Jesus. 
No, his name is his name is the horse. He goes by the horse, and he was on America's Got Talent. Um, but before he was on America's Got Talent, he he had me kick him in the balls. Um, so we're we're standing there in line. I'm just like, gosh, is there a downside to this? I don't know. I yeah, okay, I'll I'll do it. I'll kick you in the balls. He goes, okay. When we get up to the start, um, I'll I'll give you the the cue and you just let me have it. Okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> And we're standing around, and then I don't know if you guys know who Sarah Underwood is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's a, a former Playboy bunny, um, and she was hosting a show, or she was like a, a correspondent on a show for G4 at the time. And she was interviewing interesting competitors, and she comes up to the horse, and she's like, oh, horse, oh, you're here. I can't believe it can I kick you in the balls? I was like, <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was, was like, he's, he was true. He's for real. He's for real going to get kicked in the balls by a playboy bunny. That's amazing. And, and he, he's standing there and he just drops his drawers right there. He's standing there in his dirty underwear and she lets him have it. She kicks him and she kicks him two more times. She kicked him three times. I was like, dang, wow, that just happened. Okay. And, and they hug it out and I was like, okay, well she kicked him. I'm good. I don't have to kick him anymore. And, and he's like, well, no, that's for a different show. I need you to kick me by the way. She kicked me in the right testicle. Can you kick me in the left? And I'm like, Oh, my left or your left? He's got to keep it even. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I'm like, my left or your left? Jeez. Uh, (laughs) And so we get up to the starting line and he goes, okay, let's do it. And I'm thinking, okay, lean left, lean left. And I kick him and he goes, oh, you missed. Do it again. I was like, how hard again? Did you kick him? How hard did I kick him? So yeah. I played football. I played football in high school and I kicked him as hard as I've ever kicked a football. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Kick me in the balls. Oh. <laughs> and, and so he says, kick me again. And so I kick him a second time. And he goes, again. Uh, okay, here we go. Number three, kick him again. Boom. And he's like, dude, kick, kick me, me again. Bitch. Kick me like you have a pair. <laughs> <laughs> and so I Please kick him a fourth time. Start, you got a running start. Please tell me by four, round time four, you got a running start. Well, I'm like, I'm like enough of this would, left, this lean left shit. I'm just going to kick him. I'm just going straight up the middle. I'm just going to kick him straight up the middle. <laughs> Did you do the three-step drop and then they'll step to the side like NFL place kickers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, I was like I was like measuring my steps. I'm like, okay, this one's going through the uprights. Here we go. You <laughs> <laughs> taste his balls so when, when he's done. I kick him and he goes, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> he actually felt it. Good job. And he, he kind of trots off to the starting line. And then the camera guy turns around and he's like, wait, did you guys already do it? I wasn't filming. You got to do oh. it again. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> so you got to kick this dude in the nuts five times. Five times. Five times I kick him in the nuts. And he goes off and he does, he does pretty well. Like there's six obstacles and he gets through five with no problem. But then on the fifth one, it's like these giant monkey bars. His balls start to hurt. 
<laughs> he falls down or he lands on the on the landing pad but he kind of falls backward into the uh, the water and if you touch the water you're out and so he, he steps in the water and he's out and he's so mad that he like he jumps up and he spreads his legs and he like lands on the scaffolding holding the water in and he racks himself right in the balls again <laughs> Dude. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's freaking amazing. He must always have blue balls. Blue and purple. <laughs> but then it was my turn to run, and my foot was so numb from kicking him so many times <laughs> that I, I couldn't keep it out of the water. It like drooped and, and like tipped the water, and I was out on the very first obstacle. Aww. Oh, that's what he did. So he got in your head, he fucked with you. Yeah, that was one downside. The other downside, and no one really talks about this, but when you kick a guy in the balls, make sure you're wearing steel-toed shoes because otherwise you feel his balls on your feet. Oh, oh, oh you get teabagged your foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you, had, you had another man's crusty balls on your foot. Yeah, dude, just think oh, about I, that. After the Playboy Bunny hit, hit his Dude, balls, I too. Know, I don't even know how you could do that, man. Because even a tag out for at least five. <laughs> like, I'm on the ground fucking wishing my life was over for at, at least one. five minutes. Oh, oh, you can take five to the ball. Well, no, actually, oh, seven because you took two from, or eight, yeah, because you took two from the other girl. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you want to see that video, that is American Ninja Warrior Groin Kick. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. Good Lord. That story is still number two compared, my, to, compared to your first story. My, my, <laughs> his stomach hurts just thinking about that. Oh, his stomach hurts because his balls are oh. still in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of thing that makes your, your butt kind of pucker up you know yeah right makes your butt pucker makes your balls hurt (laughs) that's awesome that's fucking awesome yikes hey jose we should let you should let us do that to you what huh no way (laughs) dude jose can't even make it through life without getting some uphill so i don't think you need to kick him in the balls if Life has already kicked me in the balls. Yeah. <laughs> a couple times. A couple times. <laughs> hey, you he need to start be, kicking life in the balls. He needs to be like Jake Gyllenhaal. He needs to take Jake Gyllenhaal's place in Bubble Boy 2. <laughs> <laughs> Bubble Boy 2. Sorry, Jose Chimichanga. <laughs> uh, Bubble Boy 2 me a guac. <laughs> with a swat with a side of guac. <laughs> oh man, that's and then that's it. You you you, you never try for American Ninja Warrior again. Well, I did. I I did it the next year, and uh, I was supposed to do it with all my my siblings. There were I come from a big family. There's eight siblings, and seven of us were going to do it. But at the last second, so this is the first year it was on NBC, 
And at the last second, they switched our city from L.A. to Dallas, and none of my other siblings could make it. So I ended up going by myself, and uh, I did actually a lot better on the course, but uh, not good enough to to make it on TV for more than a couple seconds. Oh. <laughs> Tim in the chat said, Bubble Boy 2, it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> Now, do I have guns in the bubble or? Bubble Boy uh, 2, stroke of illness. <laughs> no, you've got a, <laughs> you've got a reservation at Manuel's. <laughs> uh, man, that's, that's some crazy stories, man. That is crazy. Yeah. We fucking suck compared to your stories. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, you know, it was the kind of it's the kind of thing where you just like, you know, I'm going to take a chance, no matter how much time it takes or how much money it costs. And it's the, there's only a couple chances you get in your life like that. So I'm glad I did it when I did it. I couldn't probably do it anymore, but it was a lot of fun back then. Heck yeah, hey. and life stories. Life yeah, stories. right. Be good stories, yeah. <laughs> but oh boy, too, it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking dude is still letting people kick him in the balls i bet he is that's how he's trying to he's trying to stay relevant but i mean how many times are you gonna watch a guy get kicked in the in the jimmies before you're like i heard you see what else the, i heard you moved to the taint <laughs> no, yeah, yeah you, you think you'd have to like come up with new ways to do it to make it entertaining. kick me in the butthole <laughs> Oh no! When I see Mole Man get get hit in the balls, it's funny. From The Simpsons. On oh, The Simpsons, every episode he's in, he's getting hit. <laughs> it never gets old. Nope. It's like farts. They're always funny. Yeah. Was that episode of uh, Family Guy where it's like they got the the that prank show? You've been kicked in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> like Idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, you can still look that guy up too. His name is uh, Nasty the Horse. Nasty the Horse. Yeah, I think Ho- Jose posted it in our in our other chat. He posted, uh, I think Steve O kicking him in the balls. Yep. Jeez, got some famous people kicking them. Or some one of the best ones I saw was when he had a, a mixed martial artist kick him in the nuts. Oh, jeez. Wow, fuck that. Oh. Yeah, no. No thanks. Balls hurt now. Yikes. Hmm. How you gonna transition into this one, Matt? <laughs> I don't know. It takes a pro, doesn't it? Well speaking was... of balls. <laughs> no, here, let me tell you. Let me tell you, you guys were talking about Ben Affleck shitting on his on his movie, um, and I was like, dude, when you when you lay a bomb like that, you just gotta own it. And it's like me kicking that dude in the balls. I mean, I didn't get anywhere on Ninja Warrior, but I'll own that ball kicking story forever. You know, <laughs> get a lot of miles out of it. Own your past. Don't hate it, man. <laughs> Well, speaking of Ben Affleck, and yeah, he's talking about uh, Ben Affleck finally came out and said that Daredevil was a silly movie, which I think everyone pretty much agrees on. But, There's uh, silly aspects to it, but it's not 
that's what he's I, talking about. It's not like a funny haha movie, but just yeah, the way just, it was done is silly. Some of it is. Yeah, but, but you uh, got to think about the other stuff that came out at the time. I mean, that was that was the same year when you had Ang Lee's Hulk movie. Yeah. It was par you for the had, course. Yeah, you had the Matrix the Matrix sequels come out in that same year. Ugh. Oh, you got you the Hulk. Ni- you got Hulk nipples and uh, and Hulk poodles and Ben Affleck as Daredevil in the same year, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you know, it was it was par for the course. Everything that came out that year was the same quality. It was all silly. It was all silly. Well, speaking of Ben Affleck and Batman, uh, it looks like DC is is trying to double down on the the Batman root stuff now. Oh my god. Um, by coming the next out Batman movie, we're gonna see Ben Affleck's dick again. No. <laughs> by coming out like coming out and saying that uh they wish it never happened, they wish they never put uh him, you know, his his unit in Batman Damned. And they're was, fucking liars. I was sitting and it, it it caused a lot of uh backlash and I think they're doubling down big time. And because now they're having a story where they're changing Dick Grayson's name. From Dick Grayson to Rick Grayson. Well, Rick well hang on. So, so you're just going to skim over the battle wing? <laughs> yep. They're, <laughs> they're trying to double down on it. It was too big. It was too big. It was girthy. Yeah. They're trying to they're trying to double down on it. And now that they're saying it wish it never happened. But I was sitting there thinking the other day when I read that, I was like, this isn't the first time DC has done this. Like, what about Dr. Manhattan and Watchmen? Like, he walked around wang out and nobody complained then. Because it's blue, it's all right. Well, I, I, well, this one where you could barely see, it was like a shadow. It was like a, yeah. it was like a, uh, it was in between a silhouette and being able to see it. There, so, there was definition there, though. It was a little bit, it was past shadow. Yeah, but so it was the same way for Dr. Manhattan. Just because it was blue, it makes it acceptable? Yes, because it's, so. oh, cause it's not real. Because it's not real. Batman isn't real either. He's a fictional character. Fictional nope. character. I totally pictured Ben Affleck doing that too. <laughs> yeah. Fucking playing the little piano and fucking doing the walking thing. Yep. yep. <laughs> Dance on the Bob Strike Back. <laughs> So I'm not actually to that episode, that issue of Batman yet. So two issues ago that I read was where um, Dick got shot in the fucking face. And because did you read it? Did you read that issue of Batman? Yes. And then did you read the last issue of Batman at the issue after that of Batman? No, I haven't. Where Batman is on this fucking holy crusade because he knows who did it. So now he's like in Russia torturing like people from like the KGB and shit and he's like f- he's finding out who did it and he's going after him you know and it's uh but I didn't get to so did the new issue where he recalls himself Rick Rick no that's that's in Nightwing 50 is when that happens so I have that I just haven't read it yet then he becomes Rick Grayson and it's because of being shot from the Batman Yep. So I'll have so to read that one then. Cause he makes a new identity and becomes a Rick Grayson. I think something's going to come around where it's something else. It, that's fucking... Uh... It, it seems like 
it seems like the name dick is kind of outdated you know i mean everyone call you know you can call someone a dick that's not a bad thing or that's not a good thing but uh but for dick grayson it's like grandfathered in you know well it's unique it makes him stand out i think there's a new dick yeah. in town it's rick <laughs> yeah calling him rick Calling him Rick is like the it's like putting Superman's red briefs back inside his pants, you know. It's it's like trying to update the character, but you take away part of the essence of that character. So you said Nightwing, the new Nightwing fifty. Yeah, it, it just feels like I'm gonna find it right now. After all of that that BS and the fallout from that, and I'm saying, oh, well, we wish you never did it, and I'm just like. It's it was in Watchmen. It, I don't. It's just because it's 2018. Everyone wants to be offended. Like being offended is like the new cool thing to do. So everyone wants to be offended. So that's why it's such a big deal. But they're gonna double down now and be like, oh well, maybe we should change Rick Grayson's name or Dick Grayson's name to Rick Grayson or you know Richard. But it's like, why? It, why are you gonna? It, it's just grandfathered in. Like you know, like you said, it's. It's been around forever. It makes him unique. Yeah, it's part of the character. Like, you can say, oh, that guy's a dick. Or you can say, that guy's a dick Grayson. And it's like, <clears throat> totally different thing. And I think a lot of it went to that people were putting his face over Batman's schlong when they were looking at the, the image of his youth. So when you look at the, <laughs> the, the edited version, it's, it's Batman's schlong with Dick Grayson's face over it. <laughs> Well, that that could change it. Yeah, is sure, that you, true. Jose? Yeah. You goddamn mother. What? No, it's um. Pills, bro. No, it's my um. <laughs> Mijo, you gotta take your. I mean, your pills. <laughs> I got a new phone, and I got this the the what's it called the thing that goes over the the screen, and they put it in like a plastic bag. Yeah. It sounds like an annoying wrapper. They put it inside a plastic bag. I don't know why they put it in a plastic bag. It sounds like you. It sounds like you didn't bring enough for to share with the class. <laughs> he didn't exactly. I'm not going to share. Yeah, he doesn't care. <laughs> Jose never I shares share. anything. Nope. So I don't know if you saw our last episode, but he's going to be buried with his comics because he didn't want people touching his <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right, I'm done. But uh. Right before we went on the air and started recording, I guess uh, Netflix came out and announced that they have decided to cancel yet another Marvel series, and they oh. have canceled Luke Cage. Eh. So another one by three of Luke Cage. Yep. Another you know, one gone. I I hate to say it, but I gotta agree with that decision. Which one did they take the, away? Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Oh yeah, both. Yeah, those are both terrible. I, I I do feel kind of bad for Iron Fist because I really loved the last two shots where it's got where you I, I mean spoiler alert right here but uh, where Iron Fist and and uh, the other girl have their weapons and their fists are lit up and the weapons are all lit up like I was I was really excited about that but I was like why didn't we start with that that was freaking awesome. Well, I, I still have a feeling that it, that show will be revived. I have a feeling Netflix is canceling these, and they're going to be picked up on the the Disney streaming service. Yeah, I mean that that seems inevitable. 
but it seems like a lot of these, I mean, it seems like that's, that's what they're going to do because they're the two lowest ones. They're, they weren't that, that well done. Um, the rent was horrible. Yeah. And I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested to see since, uh, um, daredevil season three just came out today. I'll be interested to see how well that does and see if that yeah. makes it through. I'm expecting Jessica Jones to get canceled. Like I'm I'm slowly sh- expecting all these Marvel shows to get canceled at Netflix because Marvel wants them on their streaming service. Who said that they hadn't seen Punisher? That was Punisher's good. Someone I someone in the last in the last podcast said they hadn't seen Punisher. Yeah, that was me. Dude, that was actually a good one. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. I've just never cared for the character. Just never have. Well, this will change. Yeah. I It'll change your mind. Character, and I've always held a grudge from him in the ultimate for shooting Peter Parker and killing him, being ultimately the the reason Peter Parker dies in the Ultimate Universe. Bastard. That bastard. Wow. Wow. Yeah, his name's Rick, and he's a cab driver. Yep. There you go. I'm glad that you there took you time to flip through that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Rides a motorcycle, plays pool. What happened to Dick Grayson? He got shot in the head. That's what they say. Yep, he sure did. The Making of Murder Season 2 came out. Oh, did it? Yeah, it came out today. It's pretty interesting how they did it. The first season that I watched nonstop, start to finish, and I was like, let's go break this guy out of jail. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yet he can't get out of jail even when he gets he gets his shit thrown out it gets overturned like it's it's so weird this poor guy's luck well his nephew's out of jail Is they let they let the nephew clean? they let the nephew get out hmm. but the 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 guy who was convicted he's his hope is actually worse now after the show than it was before Steven, whatever his name is. Tyler? Yeah. I wonder how that happens. Because, I mean, he looks... (laughs) It makes him look completely innocent in the show. Well, I I mean... Well, like, in the second season, at the start, I'm not going to spoil anything. They, I guess, Netflix documentary or whatever who did it, left out some, I guess, some important, like, important pieces. The ones that make him guilty? That that should have made him guilty. If you actually watch like so, like all the other pieces, and like uh, they were talking about the uh, or this lawyer who's gotten seventeen other guys who were mistaken for murders off, so she wanted to help Stephen through all this, and that's as far as I gotten. Yeah. Well, she's been doing appeal after appeal, and they just keep getting turned down or rejected. So it's it's been a long process. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you I'm a lawyer and uh as as the law goes, your appeals for death row cases, th- those can go on and on and on, but for cases where it's like this, they really don't hear appeals unless there's new evidence. And it, he really doesn't have any new evidence. It's just rehashing the stuff that's already been presented. You hear that, Kyle? He's a lawyer. You might want to get his number after the show. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, you want us to sue somebody? That's I'm your guy. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm like Ben Affleck in Daredevil. Except you're except you're not blind. He might be yeah, blind. except I'm not blind. I just kick people <laughs> with the balls. <laughs> That's your superpower, kicking people <laughs> in the balls. <laughs> oh, man. I can use my foot of the law, whichever way you like. <laughs> you want your left one or the right one kicked? Would you like it more of the top of the foot or a little bit of toe in it? <laughs> Get that sweet spot. <laughs> Oh man. <laughs> so it sounds like um Marvel's gonna move forward with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three and eventually they have a potential working title. It's uh you get a uh director instead. Well they're 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 eyeing a female director. They're looking for a female director to direct the third one. Oh, that's not gonna um, be funny then. And... <laughs> oh, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. Might, you might be the one that needs the lawyer, Jose. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it, it was intended to be the final chapter in James Gunn's trilogy. The future of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was thrown into doubt in August when the studio indefinitely delayed the film. But a new listing um, indicates Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three has acquired a working title as it remains in a holding pattern and the working title is Hot Christmas. What? So I, I think it means it's probably going to end up coming out sometime more towards Christmas of, I'm going to say 2020. Wow. Ugh. Well, this is, this is contrast. It has contrasting um, or contradictory releases because Marvel also released a revised movie schedule and one of the releases they had for 2020 was, is now off that release schedule. Yeah. And, so, and some people are thinking that that's the Guardians 3 release. It could be. I mean, they, they pulled um, they pulled it and, and shelved it. But like you said, but they, they were expecting it to start shooting soon. I mean, it could be potentially even to 2021, but um, who knows? I, it doesn't bode well. Yeah, who knows what they're going to do with that? Well, I hope they I hope they get it worked out because it's a great series and the characters are really great too. I think they I, should leave it at, at two, and now they just they're going to be closing on the the Fox deal, and apparently they're saying now that um, it's almost confirmed that Dark Phoenix is going to be the first movie released from Fox under the Disney brand. So that's going to be a, a, a considered a Disney Marvel movie. But they need to focus on rebooting the X-Men and focus on rebooting Fantastic Four and just kind of leave Guardians where they are. Yes. I mean, with Avengers or Infinity Wars, that's probably the best way to end it, I guess, for let, them. Let Dave Bautista go be Bane in, in James Gunn's Suicide Squad sequel. <clears throat> yeah. And if he stands still enough, we won't even be able to see it. It'd be a great bang. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if all the Guardians of the Galaxy guys or people actually did Suicide Squad? Like they all just transferred to the Suicide Squad? Yes. All That'd of be them. Yeah, but funny. How, do you, how do you cast the raccoon? He can be... Um, the Joker? He can be Harley. He can be Harley. <laughs> 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 no, you could you could um 
make him crypto. Crypto could join the Suicide Squad. <laughs> a raccoon wearing a dog suit. Yep. <laughs> With a cape. With a cape. How awesome would that be? I get to fly now. I want that leg. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that on. <laughs> or, you know, since Enchant- Enchantress likes to take people's body, he can be the new Enchantress. There you go. And they can still not oh, use man. the Soul Eater on him. <laughs> yeah, still, still leave the freaking Soul Sword at home. <laughs> you, you, going back to that, though, like they used the Soul Eater more in her appearance in the Arrow show than they did in Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> they actually they actually used it to bring people back to life in the Arrow show and like they don't even do do that at all in that movie which is it's I don't know it seems like the CW shows those those the Arrowverse shows are more put together and better thought out than these movies are. You know what's more thought out than Suicide Squad is Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> Or Kung Fu Hustle. Kung Fu Hustle? Or Kung Pao? Kung Kung Pao. Pao. (laughs) (laughs) The Room was a more thought out movie. Yeah, right? Tommy was so thought it out more better, more than Suicide Squad. (laughs) He was so scatterbrained when he made that movie. (laughs) He's still scatterbrained. Right? But like, and it's interesting now. Like they were saying that they would never bring some of these characters to the Arrowverse show, and it, it's it's kind of concerning that like, you're hearing about you know Henry Cavill not playing Superman anymore, and Ben Affleck not playing Batman anymore, and they're moving on from them. <clears throat> but now you're seeing these characters show up in the Arrowverse. You're gonna have you've had Superman on there already, and he's coming back for their crossover this year. Now they're bringing Lex Luthor into Supergirl, and there's rumors that. Batman might show up at some point. You're getting Batwoman um, coming to the CW. Like, the CW's version of the Justice League is a much better Justice League than what you actually got from the real Justice League yep. on the big screen. Yeah. The one on the, sc- on the big screen was, it felt like they just put them together just really quickly. Hey, hey, who's available? Put them together. And the show is actually, like, building up to it. Well, it looks like they had more freedom in the CW shows, too. Like, you know, I mean, it looks like in the CW, they can do a little bit more of what they want. And like you said, they have a little time to they have a little more time to build up to it. Yeah, in the the movies. Sorry. (laughs) No, go ahead. No, that's all I want to say. I had (laughs) enough time. Yeah, I feel like the problem with the Justice League DC movies is that it's not the casting. You know, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is pitch perfect. You've got um, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I mean, he's he's so perfect for that role. The Flash, had, he was really good as comic relief and also this kind of scatterbrained guy. Um, and Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck for, for all of the the haters there are out there. I think they did a pretty good job in their roles too, but the writing and, and the constant need for, for blue and orange camera filters, it's just like, it, it weighs the whole thing down and you can't get any story done when you're so worried about camera filters. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. It, yeah. It's, I mean, I yeah, I agree that for the most part, the picking of the actors was good. It's just everything built around it. It wasn't as good. The writing and directing, basically. Could've, yeah, it could have been better. Almost like they, uh, you know, like it's too micromanaged is what it almost seems like. Yeah, that's absolutely true. They Warner Brothers came down with a mandate that no superhero movies could be longer than two hours. After after uh, Zack Snyder left the project, they they told Joss Whedon he couldn't make it longer than two hours. Well, that's dumb. Yeah, you need at least two hours and thirty four minutes to get your point across. <laughs> yeah, at least. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I just <sighs> I had for those movies and I always did and I mean yeah Tim I mean Tim just said in the chat best it says Batman v Superman was a horrible was horrible but it gave us the Batman we all wanted then Justice League ruined him. Ruined him. Uh, your mom's name is Martha. My mom's name is Martha. Martha. Yeah. We should we just become best friends. Yeah. We should do karate like, in the basement. And then we should do goggles. <laughs> now there's an idea. Let's have Will Ferrell and John C. Riley play Batman and Superman. Yeah, they shouldn't seen, be playing Sherlock. Yeah, have you seen the, yeah, the trailer for their new movie, Sherlock? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that movie. I want Super, I want uh, Step Brothers Two already. Right, Super Brothers. Yeah, Step Brothers Two: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> they should have. They should be the one. They should make a Wonder Twins movie where they're the Wonder Twins. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, John funny. C. Riley and Will Ferrell as the Wonder Twins. <laughs> well, let's make a call. Let's make it happen. Yeah, that's a movie I'd get behind right there. Let's round so- up. So now what you need to do, Sam, is you need to write something so that it gets out there since you have a you've you know, you, you know, this would be your second time striking fire. So Yeah, there, yeah. there you go. I just gave you your idea to strike there we go. strike twice. You know, Matt, Matt has go. helped you it helped you be amused and now you get to uh now you can use that and flourish. I'm an idea. Yeah, I'll give you I'll machine. give you full credit unlike uh the, the Pixar villain. <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm an idea machine, and you can have that one for free. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. <laughs> you, you don't have to steal it. You can have that one for free. <laughs> on the house. It's on the house. I won't even put that one on your tab. Thanks, guys. <laughs> but now that I know you're a lawyer, next one I'm charging. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah, the right right up the paperwork. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, here's a question for you. With the uh, you guys mentioned the Lex Luthor for Supergirl, who who are you casting as Lex Luthor? I want him to bring back the guy who did it in Smallville. Yeah, honestly. Michael Rosenbaum. Yeah, he he was good. He is he's such a cool guy. Yeah. Um, in 2017, he came to Phoenix Comic Con. I don't know if you guys saw his panel. Um, no, I didn't go to and he, you know how mostly celebrities they sit up on their stage and they they talk on the microphone and they 
they're so disengaged from the fans. Michael Rosenbaum jumped off the little platform and he came down and he put his arm around every single person who asked him a question. And after every question, he would go make fun of this guy dressed as Thor in the front row. And it was like a freaking party. Like, like I would have, I would have bought whatever that guy was selling. Cause he was like in your face. And he, he was he was freaking awesome in that panel. Um, he did say that uh, he does feel like he's too old to to do that role f- full time. Um, I would love for him to do a lot more, but he he is right. He's most of the cast is in their early thirties, and he's he's in his forties. So I don't think he's in the right age frame, unfortunately. But yeah, I think he would be great. Well, I think, I mean, with Supergirl, his sister's a lot younger. So I think yeah. you have to cast someone younger than than that as, as Lex Luthor. But. All right, I got one for you. Let's see, let's see what you guys think of this. Now, I know it's going to sound crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but sometimes you just got to do it. You know, you can't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Let's say Shia LaBeouf is Lex Luthor. That's right up there with Andy. With um, what's his face from? God damn, I can't think of his name now. Um, the kid who played in that did him in Justice League or in Batman Superman. Oh, the guy who's in uh, who's the magician I guy? In, I can't believe I forgot his name. Jesse. Uh, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yeah. 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 That I mean. I think, I think he's a little too too cr- involved. <laughs> too crazy. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia LaBeouf's a little too involved in his methods to play Lex Luthor. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think he is. But did you guys ever see that video? Um, it's like a song, and it's like actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. You guys ever seen that one? The one where he's like, it's like he's at like the lake or something. Well, it, it's a, it's like this guy's telling a story about he's. He's walking in the woods, and um, suddenly you look, you turn around, and there he is, Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf, and he's chasing you through the woods, and he's trying to kill you because he's an actual cannibal, <laughs> and you get caught in a bear trap, and you have to gnaw through your stump leg to get to get away from Shia LaBeouf, and then at the very end, like they do this, they do this live version, and they have all these like dancers with giant Shia LaBeouf heads dancing on stage. And at the very end, it pans to the audience and there's one guy in the whole theater and he's clapping as hard as he can. And, and the, the spotlight shines on him and it's Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> he's slapping at himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to freaking eat you. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a little weird, man. He gets to a little. Bit. Well, like, there's that um, what was that movie he was in? The war movie with the tanks. Holes. No, it wasn't a hole. <laughs> what? He was doing a he was doing a, a war movie like two with years Brad ago. Pitt, right? Right with Brad, Brad Pitt? Pitt. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He his character was missing a tooth, so instead of just letting him bla- them black out a tooth, he actually pulled out his own tooth. That's Jeez. dumb. He he's like very method. He he goes into it way too hard. Yeah, I heard something. I, I heard something about him, like sitting in a uh, in a, an empty studio, an empty art studio in L.A. 
with a bag on his head and people could come in and just stare at him and talk to him or whatever. But he would just sit in there with a bag on his head and you could take the bag off and he would just sit in there crying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is with this guy? But when you think about Lex Luthor, he's like, he's like stoic, but he's also manic. And, and it's those, those combination of both those things that I think Shia LaBeouf could actually hit uh, tonally. Um, and, and yeah, he's a little off. He's, he's really, I mean, a little is being generous, but he's really weird. That's for sure. But uh, I think he has the chops to make it happen. Now, is he going to be my first choice? No, but I, I, it's kind of an off the wall pick just the, you know, just, just to kind of goof around with, maybe just toy with that idea for a little bit. I would have loved to go to like his his movies when he was showing his movies. Actually, go in there and watch his movies with his from his most current to his first with him in the theater. I thought I think that would have been interesting. Yeah, yeah. The, there's that video of him watching his own movies and he's like hating all of them. He hated all of them, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, the name of the movie was Fury. Thank you, Tim. The name of the movie was Fury. Yeah, that's right. Furry. I'd hate, I'd hate to see a role where he where he loses his arm. <laughs> yeah, don't cast him in my version of In Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's gonna play Justin Timberlake's dad in your version of In Time. <laughs> there you go. Oh man, that's a, that's because <laughs> yeah. it'll actually cut his own fucking yeah. arm off. Yeah. <laughs> And he'll do it on screen uh, so you can see the look of pain in his face and they don't have to pay for the extra blood. <laughs> okay, we only got one chance. We got to do it in one take. Here we go. Lance, uh, Lance in the chat. Uh, bold Timothy Oliphant, Oliphant gets my vote as Lex. <laughs> Wasn't that... He was in um, The Girl Next Door. He played the porn, like the porn producer in The Girl Next Door. Oh, that dude's an awesome actor. And he was in Justified too. Yeah, he's kind of a dick in there. He was in that show Las Vegas too. Yeah, and he's the, he's the husband in the that Netflix show Santa Clara Diet. Yeah, oh yeah, and that one. But his one. greatest role, his greatest role of all time, was when he played himself in The Grinder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, get get Kevin Spacey to do it again. I would like all the see... shit that we, we've heard. I mean, I would like to see Brian Cranston do it, but I think you're going to get a, a Walter, a very Walter White vibe from it. Yeah, um, yeah. I think I think you got to stick with someone who's in their 30s because the rest of the cast is the same age. Yeah, because I would say and, like the um, the dude from uh, um, that plays Merlin in uh, um, Kingsman. He was also the um, he was the motherfucker's dad in, in Kickass. Oh, uh, Mark Strong. Yes. Yeah, he he has a perfect villain's face, perfect villain's voice. He was in Sherlock Holmes, the first Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr., and he was the villain in that, and he was really good. Um, but again, I think he's too old. I mean, what do you guys what do you guys think of other like CW people who um, maybe aren't in any active shows and whose name isn't a Mel? Yeah, right. Um, I'm trying to think of like a younger actor that could do it. Zach Efron. No. Zach Efron. He's too goofy. <laughs> He's too goofy. <laughs> yeah, I don't 
I don't think Zac Efron. He could be serious. Or the kid who played the lightning bolt thief. Uh, Percy, Percy Jackson? Jackson? Yes. <laughs> Percy Jackson. <laughs> I think I think with my CW budget mind, I was thinking one of those guys from Vampire Diaries. Oh, they should have, uh, what's his name? J- Jensen Ackles do it from Supernatural. Yeah, he was on Smallville, right? He was. He started on Smallville, I thought. Was he? Yeah, he was like a PE coach in Smallville. And he he had this like uh, forbidden romance with Superman's girlfriend. Lana? Yes. What happened to that girl? She just like fell off the earth. Well, I think she's trying to stay out of the, the cult prosecution against <laughs> Alice Matt. Yeah, right. God. She's in witness protection. Talk about how far that... How do you go from a hit TV show to running in a cult? Who knows? A sex cult, by the way. Or at least they're having fun. That's true. She did a Euro trip and probably died. That's what Lance said. (laughs) She did the Euro trip. That's true. With Matt Damon? Yeah, she was uh, Scotty's girlfriend. <laughs> Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> Don't tell Scotty. <laughs> uh, How about uh, what do you think of uh, the show, the movie uh, Tiptoes? Tiptoes? Yes. Do you know what that is? No, no. I don't know what that is. It's a movie with Gary Oldman plays a midget. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> and it's got Kate Beckinsale and yep. um, and Peter Dinklage. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's funny that a non a non dwarf plays a dwarf with Peter Dinklage in it. <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know who would be a good a good fit for Lex Luthor. Um, who's that? You watch you watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, he um the dude who played uh, Ramsey Bolton in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah. Ian or it's something Rowan, I think. You and Rowan uh, or yeah. Ian Rowan or something like that. I think he would make a good Lex Luthor. He was in the, yeah, um, totally. the British TV show The Misfits too. That's right. Yeah, he'd be a good one. I mean, he's only thirty-one, so he's he's kind of right around that age. Like Amel's got to be in his thirties. So he's yeah, I think he's thirty-five. Around that good age. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it, man. I think we've got a winner. John, John Snow himself should play Lex Luthor. <laughs> I think that would be a perfect Lex Luthor. Boom. That was easy. It wasn't Man. easy, but I was just thinking of like, villainous and who could pull it off. All right, I just sent the email to Hollywood. There you go. 
I got to do is get uh, George Takeda to fucking post it. <laughs> was, it yeah. was it on your uh, your legal with your legal letterhead so we know that they know that's serious? Yeah, that uh, yeah, it's like triple triple notarized. There you go. Legal letterhead. Yeah, my my bills in the mail. You have a bone colored business card to go with it. It's got a shark printed on the front. <laughs> Bing, bing, bing. We got a winner. There it is. <laughs> he did it. All right. <clears throat> he did it. He did it. He's a prize. <laughs> winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes, sir. Well, it's been a, it's been a fun episode. You guys got anything else you want to talk about tonight? I mean, I can't top fucking kicking someone in the balls and, exactly and wolverine mentioning something that you wrote i mean i'm fucking i'm at a loss for words yes my life is, feels inadequate at this point now i know i'm gonna mope around for the next week now he's like hey, I, how long have you guys been doing this oh five years yeah we have 380 some episodes oh man that's really cool but uh have you ever had hugh jackman read something you wrote on stage <laughs> have, have you ever kicked in somebody in the balls before running the american ninja warrior course no yeah you ain't done shit yeah you guys, <laughs> you guys fucking suck hey hey come on it's not like that it's not a contest it's not a contest at all it is a I mean, I'd say that, I'd say that too if I was the winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It is a contest, and you're taking home gold, bronze, and silver. <laughs> oh, we, we're thanks, not, we, not. we don't even get a, partition, a participation ribbon. So. Oh, man. I guess I won't talk about the time that I tried out for NASA. Oh, no. Now you got to. Oh, man. Okay. Well, this is a, this will make you feel better, I guess. Um. So in 2011, NASA put out a uh, a call for people to join the space program, and Were in you order to qualify, people to just lay in bed like 30 hours at a slight incline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that's basically you're just floating in space. Um, the the qualification was you had to have a math degree, and I happened to have a math degree, so uh, I put in. And they were like, thanks for your application, and we'll get back to you. And so for, for three months' time, I was in the running for the space program. <laughs> and then after three, after three months, they sent me a letter on official NASA letterhead. I'm talking about letterhead. An official NASA letterhead that says, I am not qualified to go into space. Oh. <laughs> That's more than you get for most jobs today. So That's I mean, true. I'll take that. That's very true. Hey, City of Gladdale sent me a really nice official letter that says, please stop applying for jobs for three years. <laughs> <laughs> Which has now recently expired, so I'm allowed to, I'm to, allowed to new, apply yeah, again. You got to apply again and get a new... A new it was nice that they, they sent me a registered letter. It was fucking... It was the nicest paper I've ever touched. That's yeah, where the old money is. It had, yeah, right? And it had fucking, like, you know, like the City of Glendale at the top was all, like, uh it wasn't just like printed on yeah it was like it was like rough and you could like if you were blind and you it wouldn't need to be gray out because you could feel the letters that well you know what i mean and 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 it just it was all typed out you know thank you for you know continuously applying for jobs but but we don't want we don't fucking want you please stop for the next you you are you are not allowed to apply for the next three years you got banned yeah i'd applied for so many jobs i just got tired of seeing my resume 
which wasn't the effect I was hoping for. I was hoping for the other effect. Hey, like we feel like we know Kyle. Let's hire him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you're hoping for. Yeah, it was the opposite. I got it somewhere. I have it with like a, like my, my diplomas and my certificates of completion. And they stuff. just have a file, a big ass thick file of re- uh, that just says Kyle Stinson resumes. And they have a picture of me and they throw darts at it. <laughs> Man, you got to frame that. You got to frame that picture or frame that letter. Right. It, it, I, I, I took it as an accomplishment. That's right. You're famous. <laughs> I'm in the city of Glendale in the, I mean, in the, in the HR the department. City of Glendale, but check out this sweet ass paper right <laughs> wow they spare no expense yeah it says lance in the chest says houston need our um houston needs a guy like you and kyle to reignite the space program <laughs> oh, I'd, be, I'd be an awesome astronaut <clears throat> first thing we do is we line everyone up and we kick them in the balls <laughs> gotta see how tough they are <laughs> then we take three shots of whiskey and do it again yeah. <laughs> they need to do a they need to do a thing where that the effects of drunkenness in space so that I could be a part of it. The Whiskey in that's space. That's right. They need to film it and put it on YouTube. Whiskey in space. Yeah. They need to see the effects of getting hit in the nuts in space too. So there you go. <laughs> you two are like the perfect combo. You just keep floating. You just keep floating. <laughs> <laughs> Do, oh, when you get kicked in the balls in space, do your nuts actually stay um, up, ascended into your testicle <laughs> or into your nuts? They come back down. This, this, nope. this is the science we need to know. In space, no one can hear your balls drop. Yeah, <laughs> this is science nobody knew they want they needed, and now you want it. It'd be kind of awesome, though, if they could just make it so you don't need the spacesuit, but you have the helmet on, and then they're kicking in the balls. Because That would make the effect right. you got to have the space helmet on to make it real. That's right. It has to be official, man. Yeah. <laughs> you just say- and I want, like, a tiny, like, GoPro in in the undercarriage so you can see, like, they make contact and, like, the nuts ascend to see if they just stay there or come back down. Film it so it doesn't slow. Yeah. So you see, like the balls ripple as he kicked. <laughs> I just want to see like, oh, and like float away backwards in pain. <laughs> with, the, with the music from uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. <laughs> Lance says, Kyle flooding through space, sucking whiskey balls through a straw. <laughs> hey, no. I, I, I can do that for mankind, you know, one small step. Right. One giant kick in the balls. <laughs> One yeah, shot right. of whiskey. That's right, Tim. A space dong cam. We need to make it happen. <laughs> I need to know that if you get hit in the nuts in space, do your testicles stay ascended or they do they descend? The ideas we've come up with on this episode. We've accomplished a lot. We've done a lot. I I think we ought to call, call it on a high note. That's a, that's a think tank <laughs> right there. That's a think tank episode. Oh, yeah. We did it. We fucking, you know what? A couple more episodes, and I think we can figure some real shit out. There you go. We can figure out the negative <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. Um, we do. I want to do make one announcement, though. I want to thank everyone for um, checking us out on 
YouTube tonight and hanging out with us and being active in the chat. And just for that, we're going to do a little bit of contest. To enter this contest, all you have to do is make sure that you are subscribed to us on YouTube. Like and share us or like and share any of the episodes we post on our social media and you'll be entered to win a free digital copy of Avengers Infinity War. We will pick yeah. one one winner at random. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sharing right now. There you go. We will announce the winner in two weeks. We will give you guys two weeks to um, participate. So that'll Everybody be remember the Walking Dead one too. That'll be November second. On November second, we'll announce the winner. So yeah, all you gotta do is like, subscribe, and share the um, episodes, and you're entered to win a free copy, digital copy of Avengers: Infinity War. Except Lance, he can't win. Yeah, except Lance, you can't win, Lance. So that's pretty <laughs> exciting. Kyle's <laughs> 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 just, you know, stopping people from being able to win right there. He's just like, Yo, you're shut down. I make the fucking rules here. <laughs> I don't know. Lance has access to a lawyer now. He might see you. I take it back, Lance. You can win. You better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I want to thank again, thank everyone on YouTube for hanging out tonight. It's been a lot of fun. Um, if this is your first time watching us, make sure to like and subscribe and share, of course. So you can enter um, the drawing. If you, um, yeah, leave us a comment. If you listen to us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms, please remember to leave us a review. That helps us tremendously. And again, I want to thank Sam, the movie mechanic. Uh, for joining us. Before we go, Sam, why don't we go ahead and let everyone know where they can find your, your articles and, and find you and just say, hey, I want you to kick me in the balls or <laughs> or whatever they're going to say. Or give you some ideas for movies to do a movie mechanic on or, or whatever. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, I'm on uh, couchcrunchers.com. I'm also on Twitter, Sam Richardson on Twitter, not, not to be confused with the actor. Um, and... Uh, also on Reddit as Straw Hat MML. So uh, don't look up any of those crazy posts, but uh, you can find my stuff on Reddit as well. Don't hit him up for legal advice. Unless you're going to pay him. Don't be that guy. Kyle. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll do it for this week's episode. I'm Matt. And that, that failed. Ready to go, guys. You keep cutting out. Oh. I said that'll do it for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Jose. And uh, thanks for having me on, Sam. All right. And we will see you next.